goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Welcome back. I know it's been forever. To those loyal fans desperately waiting for the next entry, here it is. <laughs> but um, I'm sure I wasn't too, too missed. In any case, I'm starting to get a little bit of a nose thing. This is Jason Delgado coming to you live for me. Excuse me, on this Sunday edition of the Almost There podcast. Welcome. My name is Jason Delgado. If I didn't say that before, I am uh, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be talking podcast format, long format, not too, too long format, we hope, um, to everyone out there telling you what's going on in the world of comedy for Jason Delgado. I, um, this week's episode will be regarding plateaus, really. Um, my brother, who I've mentioned before, does mixed martial arts, mainly uh, Muay Thai kickboxing. And he talked about for a long time when he was working out and training, he was doing a lot of training, working every day, doing the same things and doing new things and trying new things. And he just felt like he was at a plateau, like he wasn't getting any better. And he just kept going and going. And then one day he worked through the plateau and it just clicked and he got through it. And that had been happening to me, you know, this last couple of performances I've had. It just, I wasn't getting any laughs. And the video, the, the tell, and I, and essentially I felt like I was hitting a plateau. Like I was going every day, going to the clubs, even trying new stuff. And it was, and I was like, well, maybe that's it. Maybe, you know, I don't know. It just got a little bit like, you know, you're not getting funnier. You're not. The the way you're telling the material is is the issue or not the issue. It's it's it was a very, very complicated thing. Excuse my nasalness. Um But essentially what it was was that you know, I was telling the jokes and I saw a video of myself telling the jokes not getting any laughs, but staying in the pocket, like not faltering and telling the joke the right way that I wanted to tell it and still not getting the laugh. So it wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't executing right. And it wasn't like that the material that I was telling was like rushed or, or was, I, I didn't hit the punchline. It just wasn't funny to whomever. <laughs> Um, an audience at large. And that was very telling of something. It was telling that I had hit a plateau. And whatever you're doing, this is the best it's going to get. And I didn't know what to do. So I was like, yeah, start over again. <laughs> well, where do I start, you know? And uh, and I thought about my brother, and I thought he just worked through, you know, just keep working through, keep working through, and it was, I was grateful to have that. And I uh, went to New York, 
rented a car, didn't get to go and perform in New York. It was um, a disaster in a sense. There was the traffic was I was stuck in traffic for three hours. I, I just bailed on it essentially, um, knowing I wasn't going to make it in time to what I thought. I, and I still say to myself, you should have just gone there and had them say you're late. I was like, I'm not going to spend 60 bucks, blah, 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 blah. In any case, I hadn't, in any case, I was fine with it. I said, hey, you didn't make it there in time. There was like four accidents, whatever you're going to do, whatever. So I bailed. I had a good dinner with my pops. Everything was fine. But I thought, man, he hadn't performed in a while. So then I <clears throat> came back, did a couple shows here locally. And it just uh, wasn't working. No, it wasn't working. And then Monday, in fact, the Monday I came back from New York, I saw a friend perform in the show. And that friend was performing in the show that I was going to perform in Friday. Same room. Um... So I go to the show with my friend. And there were some very funny comedians. He was very funny. And I noticed what I found funny about him. And what I found funny about the other comedians. And then something clicked. And I said, that's what I find funny. And it was it was more of how you emphasize certain things and then de-emphasize other things. And and it's a, it's a, it's a tough thing to kind of get into without getting too much mumbo-jumbo, but that's pretty much the easiest way to describe it. Like, you know, when somebody longs on a word or somebody pop-ups on a word... Those little exaggerations or de-exaggerations I found very funny. Movement, when done at the right time, I found very funny. Inappropriate movement was unfunny. No movement was just, huh, that was funny. And that's the thing. I think what what's happening is that I wasn't sort of... I don't know if committing is the right word, but just like emphasizing enough certain elements of, of what I think are was fun and interesting, you know. Being able to squeeze a joke into something that's maybe a little bigger. And the room I was playing was a very small room, one of the smaller rooms I played. But it was a nice stage, kind of intimate, but it was it was a smaller sort of space. And I thought, well, when they make big moves, that's what makes it funny because they're in this kind of smaller space making big moves. It makes it more emphasized. And I thought, that's that's the thing. So Tuesday, I just started writing a brand new set of stuff. And I just practiced it all week. And then Friday, uh, played the, the gig this past Friday. And it went very well. Uh, I was very fortunate enough that Thursday night I wanted to go out. And on a whim, I drove by the Lexington. 
it was open and it was completely remodeled and they were having an open mic and I was completely grateful because I got to perform the new stuff and give it that up on a stage, up on the classic, on the home stage, you know, where I cut the roots um, or whatever that is. <laughs> um, it was good. It was good to be in that sort of position there where you can go up on your home stage and kind of do some new bits. And then Friday night went very well. I remembered all the words. The people laughed. That's all you can hope for. Um, and so now, I, I am so interested to see kind of what this new thing is because I kind of gotta like maybe not completely start over, but start over a little bit. You know, start over a little bit just because it is a uh, it is a new it's it's more me. It's the style is more me. Now that exaggerated style is was who I am as a person. I'm a more <laughs> exaggerated person. And so it's interesting. If it can continue to go this way, I feel I can get more time and get more stories the five went quicker i'd also like to see if it was five i performed that friday show new material and it was good got good hearty laughs um which i hadn't gotten in a while you know i just don't know if i remembered like i think i remembered everything <laughs> like i say i remembered all the words people laughed which is true but it the five went so fast that I'm just not sure if I did the whole five. I'm not sure if maybe it only ran three or four. I'm hoping it didn't, but I didn't see a light. You know, I didn't know when when I was supposed to stop, you know. I did have a, uh, I did have a light turn off on me. I guess I'm gonna brush up against the light and turned it off, and I knew that wasn't the five minute light, and they turned it back on. But um, I didn't see the five minute light, so I don't know. But I'm interested to see the video to see because it went by very fast. Essentially, the point being that that five minutes going by that fast, I could do that then for longer because. I feel like I can, that's how you, I can get like a half hour or an hour. Because if it goes by that, if the whole thing can go by that quickly, I might be okay. I don't know if that's possible. But that would be the goal, to have it go by that quickly. It's really like, because that's the thing. It was a, the kind of a set where it just went whoop and popped. And that's kind of like the goal but I don't know how to do that over a long period of time. But I thought I could do that over 30 minutes. I could turn a 30 minute and just maybe roll it for that long. Maybe. I don't know. If it went by that fast. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But it was good. It was good to try the new stuff. And again, try those exaggerations and those fun sort of more visual things. 
not so word play, more visual play. Um, but yeah, it was very good. So we're going to do more of that and try more of that. But it was just stressful, you know, these last couple of weeks leading up to going home and then being home and then decompressing from home immediately to having to go to perform and knowing that the stuff wasn't working, you know. I mean, it was working essentially, but like, you know, the Friday night show, we have a bunch of people coming out to see you. It's important to, to kind of push further out, to have it be a, a big, good show. And not just like, here's a great, like, here's a great little example of me doing myself. You know what I mean? Like, like. It's like doing your the same old card trick. That's what I didn't want it to feel like. Where like you've seen this before, but now see it again live. It's Jason doing a card trick. Like I wanted it to be more fun, you know, spontaneous and fun. And so it was good to scrape it all off into a whole new set, um, and have that set work. <laughs> more importantly, but yeah. And so I feel that's kind of the new thing to kind of push that out in that new way. Um, but yeah, so now we, we start here. Uh, I, I'm hoping to get these podcasts more. It's good because it's somewhat therapy for me. It's got to talk it out a bit. Just because it's interesting to see how, you know, that stuff works. Like I was, you know, there was a headliner there. The headliner did really great. And, you know, to see the kind of how to how people work an audience, you know, as as a person, as a comedian or somebody trying to be a comedian as far as the first times I'm going to comedy clubs really is as a comedian um which is something I really never realized you know I had never been to a comedy club as a non-comedian that's a true story um so I had seen George Carlin live when I was a kid I remember seeing him vividly I remember being very funny I just remember laughing. And I remember laughing at the wordplay. But, you know, looking back on it, you know, it's 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 all it's as much as how he's telling it is what he's saying. Um, but there's a certain, like, you know, difference with a comedy club. I saw that in a theater. Like, this is sort of the beacon. Like, this is a comedy club. And this was the first time I'd have been to a comedy club as a as a non-comedian was that Monday and so to see it from that perspective where you're having a couple beers you're watching people trying to do their bit and how they're they're looking at you and feeding you and saying like hey is, is this guy the guy do I want to talk to him do I want to direct this more towards him or more towards them and seeing what they do and like I was uh, uh, I, I learned a lot I learned a lot more than I thought I would because the thing is my thinking was I had gone to a club sat down waiting my turn watching another comedian perform and so I was like you know I'm sitting I'm watching someone perform in a comedy club same thing not the same thing not even close because when you go as an audience member there's a certain you're you're part of a different group than the comedian. So when the comedian comes out, he needs to endear himself to you. 
and there's an element of herself to you. And there's an element to that where you you could feel it, they could feel it, and it's in a part of the game is can we all get along? And I'm and I, to see that from the other side, from this side, I, I learned a lot. What do I want from someone? If you found alive, what do I want from someone? And I never experienced that. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it clicked immediately. <laughs> it's so weird because it's like, how could you have never done that? It's, like, it's true. You know, for a whole year, I had never, for almost, yeah, for a year, 14, 15 months. It's from since the time I wanted to start being a comedian. I, uh, I had never actually gone to a comedy club as an audience member and watched a show. Um, and I was grateful to do it. I was really grateful to do it. Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about what I want. Um, and so that, that, it's just, it's just funny. And I don't know. I just, what, how people, how you learn and how you develop and how you grow, how you overcome plateaus. You know, it's different. It seems so obvious and so silly, but like, I don't know for me. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that maybe you just got to push out of it and things push out of yourself, you know, think outside of yourself. And then all of a sudden you can overcome that plateau. And the obvious answer was like, have you ever actually gone to watch a show? You know, it's so silly. It's so silly, but it's very, very true. Um, And I learned, I learned that, I learned that, that this is what I want as an audience member. So this is what I need to present as a comedian. If I'm trying to do, do me, do me. If I want to do myself, like, this is who I'd want to laugh. I want the me people to laugh. Um, which I think is why I have a wide berth of friends. And so I think it's, it's a good, it's a good stance to take. Um, funny is funny at, at the end of the day, but yeah, I, I learned it. I learned it. Just what I wanted. And that's a good thing. So Anyway, the ramble is on, so I'm going to let it go. I appreciate the, sorry, the nasally or the coffee or the congestion ease in that you might have heard, but it's been a, uh, you know, my body as I guess, trying to work its, work its fight to try and not get full-blown, but, um, but I'm still okay. Going to keep hitting the scene, going to keep doing new things. Want to get content out, but you already know how difficult that is. Um... It's just tough, man. Not enough time, not enough hours in the day, but we're going to try to make those hours in the day. But uh, I hope you enjoyed this Sunday edition of the Almost There podcast of the ramblings of what it's like to kind of do the comedy thing and be part of the comedy thing and try and make the comedy thing happen. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you are still listening, my name is Jason Delgado. I will see you on the next one. Hopefully it will be a Thursday edition. But uh, you know how it goes. We'll see you soon.